Hi, I'm Ruby. And I'm Rachel. And this is our podcast called A Life Crisis. This week, we're going to talk about dealing with a major life change and give our advice for coping with change in your 20s. Let's get into it. So as always, we'll start off with our win and our crisis of the week. Rachel, what do you got for us this week? Um, I don't really have a lot of wins. My past few weeks have been crises of plenty. <laughs> um, so yeah, Mingus ate 15 hair ties. Oh God. Potentially over several months. So that's been really fun to deal with, a really expensive vet appointment to get the hair ties removed. But he's he is getting his stitches out on Thursday. Yeah, so yeah. that was like the only positive I could think of. That's exciting. I've just it? had like the most stressful few weeks. So that's it. Is that Mingus is going to be free from his cone of shame and his stitches. Oh, and he, he can't even listen to this podcast. So he doesn't even care. But <laughs> whatever. Yeah. No, there's been lots of crises recently um, in my life. My besides, uh, aside from the Mingus crisis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mingus eating hair ties and us having to go to the emergency vet was a big crisis. But that was a, few, a couple of weeks ago now. Work was really busy randomly. Everyone wanted everything from me. I was like, why? I'm dealing with, like, a cat at the moment. Um, yeah, trying to buy a house as well. We've been going to house inspections, like, during the work day because that's the only fucking time they're open. So I, like, haven't been sort of working full days. Yeah. I'm going to house inspections, but I was That's really busy. Weird. Well, yeah, they're open, like, 4 p.m. Thursday. Yeah, I guess because, like, the real estate agents work 9 to 5, but, yeah, that is quite inconvenient. It's pretty dumb because you, like, have to have a job to buy a house. Yeah. I mean, there are inspections on the weekend, but they're so busy that mm. you can't really, like, see the house and get sort of a good view of it. So, yeah, that's been annoying. Um yeah, I have a performance review at work coming up, which is also really annoying because my last performance review, I was sacked. So let's see how this one goes. Oh the bar is so low for me. Um, yeah, Jazz moved into college. So Your sister. My sister. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think everyone listening. Oh, no, your, your, your friends listening wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Like, everyone knows me. <laughs> um, that's stressful, you know. She's, she's grown up. Um, yeah, so that's just my rant for the week. A lot of crises. crises. Yeah, it's been shit. Well, we haven't done an episode in a few weeks, so, you know, just, like, there's a little bank up, you know. Well, that's why. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Um, well, I guess my, mine is a win and crisis of the week. Uh, so, yeah, exactly a week ago, I turned 26. Woohoo! Which, well, in my mind is a crisis because I hate aging and I hate time and all that stuff. But I did have a very lovely birthday, um, so that was nice. I don't feel too, I only very briefly felt existential about turning 26, but I'm just distracted myself. I just tried to think about nothing, none of my problems, nothing bad on my birthday. I was like, I'm just having a great day, and I did. It was very fun, so I was bad about that. Um, and I guess my other win is, like, I'm just so excited for our trip. We're two weeks exactly today until we leave um, for our first leg of our trip, which is, like, Australia road trip. And then it's, like, two months until we leave on our international leg of our um, our trip. Fingers crossed. Everything going well. <laughs> so I'm getting very excited for that. Um, and I, the other thing that I'm very trivially excited about is Taylor Swift now. She's got a new album coming out yesterday. Yeah. And, but I'm going to be overseas when it comes out. So that'll be weird because, like, I won't be able to do a usual listening party with, like, my friends. But 
so excited for the new album. Um, so that's just, just a trivial little win. Uh, and then, yeah, Crisis. Crisis. I never had known how to say this. Crisis. Crisis. I don't know. Crisis. Crisis. Who knows? We have a podcast with the word crisis in it. We yeah. don't even know how to pluralize it. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, turning 26. Yeah, crisis and a win at the same time. My other crisis is like the, on the other side of the movie and I'm very excited, but also there's just crap everywhere around our house right now because we're trying to like sell everything we own, pack things into storage, like pack our bags for traveling. I have like all these people's different stuff at my house and I need to like give back to them on our road trip. And it's just, yeah, it's just like perpetual state of chaos at the moment, but it's all for the greater good. So I'm very happy about that. Um, and then also I guess like I'm quite sad about leaving at the same time as being excited like I can't wait but also it is really sad to be leaving like this part of my life behind which we will talk more about in this episode topic mm. um yeah it's very like mixed feelings about that so I feel like I'm trying to like cram in as much time like my loved ones here as possible before I leave but then yeah I'm also feeling like quite overwhelmed because I'm just extraordinarily busy and all of that so anyway but no overall positive vibes so yeah all right, so going into our main topic, we're going to talk about change and dealing with big changes because that's a pretty big quarter life crisis, right? Yeah, and very relevant for both of us right now. So, yeah. Yeah, so wait, Rach, what's your current big life change that you're going through? Um, well, we're going to move house hopefully soon. I, the housing thing is so weird because I like – the whole caveat is that it's an incredible privilege and I'm very grateful. Shout out to my grandparents. <laughs> like, so it feels weird talking about it with like, I don't know, just on the podcast in general. I mainly talk about the housing stuff with like people at work who are older because they've sort of been through it, um, which has been very helpful. But yeah, like this is not like a relatable, normal problem for a 25 year old. Like it's not it's not okay that like generational wealth is like the way that you get in. So that's the thing. Um, yeah, I just like moving house sucks for me. I hate change. I am not good with change in my environment, change in my routine. So yeah, every time I move house, I just like have a full on breakdown, like a month into living there. So I'm going to have to deal with that and sort of, I don't know. I, I thought I would get better at moving, but I haven't. <laughs> at least this time you know that you don't have to move out of there because you're going to own it. Like anytime yeah, soon, obviously. That's true. That's true. That, yeah. Like theoretically, you never have to move out of that place ever again. Yeah, I know. That's that's kind of crazy to not think about like the instability of renting. But then, I don't know, I've kind of liked having to live in different places. So yeah, that's one thing. Another thing that Ruby reminded me of earlier um, is that I sent you a message saying that I was having like a breakdown. This is just me having breakdowns um, about my, like how I don't look like, oh, I remember this. It was a few weeks ago. I was like looking through my camera roll as you do and looking at photos from college mainly because Jazz going to college, I wanted to like, you know, reminisce. And I was like, oh my God, I look so different. Mm. Like, I mean, I've talked about gaining weight, but, like, whatever. I don't really want to focus on that. Um, But I just feel like I looked younger. Uh And, like, my hair was so long. And I was like, oh, I look really pretty. I look so pretty. Um, (laughs) And then I was looking for photos from now. And I was like, holy shit, I look old. I look just, like, withered. No, you don't. So I was, like, so depressed. I was, like, I look old and saggy and I this is not it. 
No. And you definitely don't for the crap. I okay. also, like, look back at all the photos of any of us from college. I feel like everyone looks so... I have a light in my now. eyes that's not there anymore. <laughs> but you know, that was, like, what, six years ago now? Seven years ago? I know, but I didn't think it would happen this quickly. <laughs> like, good lord. So I was a bit miserable, but then I did get a bit of an ego boost when I was with on the weekend looking at Jazz's college, um, and there was like me, mum, dad, Jazz, and the sort of O week leaders were chatting to us, and they thought we were both going to college. Oh, okay. And I went, oh, I wish. So it's like so you have to be like flattered that you get asked for your ID. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I think I think they ask you if you're under thirty now, and so that doesn't really. Mm-hmm. I feel like the ID thing annoys me, but this particular thing, I was like, oh, yes, I passed as a college student. <laughs> it could have been because I was with my parents and I, dressed, like, very badly. <laughs> don't think – yeah, I just don't – I don't think any of us, like, look particularly old, but we look, we all do look so different when we're in college. But think about that, like, seven years, right? Like, that's the difference between you being in year seven and, like, being your first year of college. Yeah, but like, that's, like – a child, right? Like, surely yeah. as an adult, but aren't you're... you meant to, like, look the same? No. God, no. Are you kidding? I feel like people change know. how they look, like, all the time. Like, as adults. Like, obviously there are those exceptions. Like, freaking, what's, like, a celebrity? Like, Anne Hathaway, who looks the exact yeah. same stuff when she was, like, 16. But I feel like most people definitely look super different when they were younger. Yeah. Like, whether it be, like, how their hair's styled and cut or whatever. Or, like, yeah, even, like, like the shape of my face is so different when I was younger. Like... Yeah, like I felt I was, like, like that 19. too. Like so different. I know. But yeah, I felt like I just looked so much better in college and I was like, I didn't embrace it. <laughs> no, but everyone thinks that everyone always looks back and be like, damn, why didn't I appreciate that when I had it? Yeah. I always try to think about that. I'm like, if I'm like feeling bad about myself, I'm like, okay, but me in ten years is gonna look back and be like, damn, you looked freaking good. I always try to remind myself that. It's hard, mm. but I feel like that's what I try to do. Maybe. Even if I don't believe it internally. I guess it was also, like, looking at a lot of pictures of me at, like, balls and parties. Yeah, like, with my dumb. Yeah, and my photos now are just, like, selfies with Mingus. Yeah. I'm like, mm. <laughs> I understand they're not fair comparisons, but, yeah. I guess, basically, I'm not good at dealing with change. I don't really have a lot of advice. I don't know. This is, yeah, as you can see, I'm not craving, but that's fine. <laughs> Just, you know, trying to be relatable, <laughs> trying to be vulnerable. <laughs> yeah. But to be fair, like, the yeah, you're right. Like, well, obviously moving into, like, your first house of your own is, like, a massive change. I don't feel that way. Really? No, not at I all. I feel that for you. <laughs> Other people feel it for me significantly. Yeah. They're like, oh, my God, you and Tom are buying a house. But it's like, yeah, we, we like, already live in a house. You yeah. Know? And actually, if you think about it, like, we were talking about this. Me and Tom, that is. So if you, like, break up, right, and you live in a house together, then one person can, like, buy the other one out, right, or however it works. But if you rent and you break up, then you, like, might have to break the lease. Yeah. Get another roommate. So it's actually, like, not that big of a deal. Like, we don't feel like it's a big deal. I don't know. Maybe when we do, it'll be a big thing. But it's kind of like we already live together. As a couple, it's not a big deal. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to speak for Tom, but for me, it's just kind of like, yeah, it, it feels like work. Like, it doesn't feel like this amazing achievement right now. Like, it feels like a job I have to do. I think that's why it is an achievement, though, because, like, you do have to put it in the hard yards to achieve it, you know? But I haven't. Yeah, I but received you will. an inheritance. But you, you know? No, but as in, like, you're putting it in the hard yards, like, go look for a house, and then, like, 
I guess it's it's it hasn't been that different to renting. The the only different things to renting is that I guess the agents are slightly nicer to you, mm. and you have to get um, a lawyer to look at your contract and a building inspection. Mm. And they say all like the rates and so. Oh God, I've <laughs> already remind you. Oh God, yeah. This and there's yeah. There's, it, you don't just pay rent like, yeah you pay so much more yeah and we're probably going to move into like a townhouse with a strata yeah oh did you see that she's on the money instagram post i think in the last couple of days with like all the hidden costs of buying a house I yeah i saw house. it and i was I'm like not looking at it <laughs> oh it's ridiculous and then so we've already paid money to have a house um having like a pest inspection building inspection i've been dealing with a lawyer to review the contract so i've already got to pay for those things and if we miss the house at auction, that's just money gone. Yeah. Like, that sucks. Yeah, it's wild. So, yeah, it doesn't – I think, yeah, it doesn't feel that exciting. Yeah. But I guess when we move in, it should be more exciting. Yeah. But I hate moving. I hate packing. <laughs> I just – I hate everything about it. I, I don't have a very good, like, aesthetic eye as well for, like, decorating and things like that. Like, I'm not particularly domestic. So, Yeah. If you had a friend that was going through the same situation, like the whole like having to buy a house and that whole thing, like what would you, what advice would you give them? I don't even know. <laughs> I feel like my situation's so specific. I guess I could talk about how it happens. Like Tom was going to buy a house, yeah, and I was like, oh my god, I have no money. So I was complaining to mum. Mum went, guess what? <laughs> You've got money. So then we kind of had to buy a house. I guess you had to. It was forced upon. <laughs> Oh my god, Rachel, poor thing. <laughs> I know, I know. I oh my god. I feel like if anyone listened to this and didn't know me, they'd be like, this is the problem with Gen Z. <laughs> um but what advice would I give? I guess it's kinda like you've survived before, you you can do it again. Yeah. Like I've I've survived every house move I've done. It hasn't killed me, mm. even though it's felt like it. So yeah, I guess you you have survived it. Maybe not to be so negative. <laughs> I also I feel say. like you're saying it's not that exciting. But like I know that like it's the hard yard to like put into actually like find and buy a house and stuff. But I feel like I feel like you should feel more excited about the fact that it's like the first house you're buying together with your boyfriend, and it's your yeah. first house you're buying, and like you. I guess house. I feel like it's it is exciting. I know yeah. you're like in the moment where you're like having to do like the stupid admin and stuff. It's it's shit, but yeah. Well, we haven't bought it yet. I think you should smash a um, champagne bottle on the front of it when you buy it. I'm going to draw on the walls. <laughs> what are you going to draw on the walls? I don't know, just like a smiley face or something. Lol. Because imagine, you can't do that in the rental. Yeah. Okay, well, enough about me. And <laughs> I think we should move on. Okay, Ruby, you do have a real change coming up. You want a real change. It's silly. Well, yeah, I obviously have the very big life change of that I'm about to move overseas, which is scary but also very exciting so yeah I feel like I like I was saying I was like it's my crisis and I'm like it's a weird feeling of like I'm sad to leave but I'm also excited to leave because I feel like I'm ready for like something new like I'm feeling like a little bit like right now like I have literally no idea what I want to do in my career I was googling today I was like um jobs for like jobs that creative people can do because I feel like my the thing that I love doing the most is being creative so I was like Mm. creative people jobs and I was looking through the list and I was like I don't want to do any of these none of these are my vibes so I was like my whole thing is that I'm going to find myself in Europe because my cousin's like yeah no one's ever done that before yeah I know no no I'm very unique I'm not like (laughs) but no literally my cousin like she didn't know what she was doing in the life when she was like 23 she moved Mm. over like Scotland for like a year and then she like decided she wanted to be a paramedic and now she's a paramedic 
Wow. And, like, I've heard of other people being, like, oh, when I was traveling, like, I realized, like, what I really value and what I want to do and, like, mm. now I know. Like, I obviously, I did, like, the whole gap year thing in Europe when I was 18, but also, like, I already decided what I was doing at that point. Yeah. But right now I feel, like, so lost. I feel, like, in order to, literally, like, I know it's cliche, but, like, in order to my, find myself, I need to just completely, like, change everything about my life and see what the fuck happens. Oh, I mean, yeah, like, also, like, imagine if you didn't, like, explore the world. Yeah. I I think about that. Like, I would love to go visit every country. Yeah. Maybe not every country, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I would 100% regret yeah. that if I didn't see the world. Yeah. Like, it's a, such an amazing place. There's so many cultures out there. Yeah. And, like, I love traveling, but also, like, I want to experience, like, a living in a different place because, like, when I was, Yeah, it's so different. Yeah, because yeah. when I was a kid, I lived in Indonesia with my family, and that literally is the best memories from my childhood. Like, I loved it mm. so much. And so, like, I just think I may as well why, like, I have literally no commitments here. I'm not enjoying my work right now. Like, obviously, I love all my friends and family. I don't want to leave them, but, like... I think this is just, like, a really good change. Like, meet new people, have new experiences, hopefully figure out, like, what I want to do career-wise for the next little while. I don't fully expect to, like, figure out what I want to do with my career for the rest of my life when I'm over there. But mm. um, I'm sure I'll have plenty of other crises about this in my life. But I feel like the moment, I just feel, like, so just, like, lost and, like, unmotivated and just, like, not very excited and, like, a bit a bit done with Melbourne. I love Melbourne, but I feel like it's also, like, it's a post-COVID thing. Obviously, COVID finished a while ago, but yeah, it's a mixture of post-COVID, wanting to just, like, mix it up, wanting to just change things, and then also just, like, yeah, wanting to go on an adventure. And I'm really lucky to have, like, a partner who's, like, keen to do that with me as well because he's also feeling quite lost about, like, career stuff that he mm. wants to do. Um, and, yeah, people keep being, like, just being, like, oh, like, so what? Like, you got a job lined up over there? And we're, like, no. <laughs> like, oh, you got a place lined up over there? No. <laughs> oh. We're very much like completely just winging it. Figure out when I get there. Like, I'll probably just do hospo and hopefully get like some of my passion and excitement back for doing like creative things. Because mm. um, like I really miss that. But yeah, right now I'm just feeling like really unmotivated and like kind of burnt out. So I think a really big change is going to be good for me. I know it's going to be hard. That's also the thing. I think, yeah. But the, I think the fact that I'm aware it's going to be hard like will hopefully help me get through those times because like. Yeah, like, probably. accept it. Yeah, like, we'll probably be lonely if, like, you know, because it's, like, hard to make friends and, like, we'll be, like, it'll be just completely different and we won't have anyone around me, around us that we know. But I just think it's, like, exciting. Like, I think change is, like, how you grow and, like, how you learn things. So I think I'm going to learn yep. and grow so much from this. So, like, that's what I'm really excited for. Um, but, yeah, also, it is that weird thing. But also, it's not the first big move I've done in my life. Like, like I said, like, my family and I lived in Indonesia for, like, to be fair, we only lived for six months when I was a kid. Six months when I was a kid felt like forever. Mm. Um, and then we lived down in Victoria for a year. And then we went back to Alice Springs. And then I moved from Alice Springs to Melbourne for university. Um, what, seven, yeah, seven years ago. So, like, I've already done that big move. But that move honestly didn't feel that big. I feel like it's just because what everyone was doing, that everyone was moving, like, to big cities to go to uni. Yeah. And I was so excited. I was like, let's do this. But this feels like a more, like, deliberate decision to be, like... Well, college is already all set up for you as well. Like, you have to, like, set up a house and... Yeah, exactly. groups and stuff, whereas college is, like... Yeah, like, built in, like, yeah, friends and house and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I feel like this is, like, a very deliberate thing where it's, like, I don't really know what we're going to do over there, but we're just going to go and see. And, like, hopefully it'll be great. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I'll, like, provide um, – I think we decided we're going to do, like, check-in episodes, like, while, while I'm travelling and overseas. Yeah, yeah. Like, they might not be as, like, topic-driven. No, they. I think they'll just be, yeah, more catch-up ones. But I think, yeah, I'll, like, let everyone know how I'm going. I'm going to be really raw and honest in terms of, like, how I'm feeling because, like, yeah. I don't – I feel like people wouldn't look at you when you're travelling and they're, like, Ooh. They see just the highlights. Yeah, they're, like, sunshine, daisies, lollipops, rainbows, being, like, oh, my God, it looks, like, so much fun. But, like, it's – 
like traveling can be really hard. Mm. And so like, yeah, I'll I'll keep I'll keep updated with all the goss. And also, yeah, I'm hoping to start like my own podcast about like the moving overseas process at some point. I was gonna do it before I left, but like I said, I've been very unmotivated and uninspired to do anything creative. So um but yeah, I think it'll be like a, a, a an ongoing like adventure slash challenge. So yeah, I'm excited. But I feel like the advice that I give to someone if they were like doing the same thing as me, I'd be like just literally just go for it, see what happens. Also, like, if it doesn't work out, we just move back here. Like, yeah, it's not forever. There's no loss. Exactly. It's like a one year visa. Mm. Um, oh, that's also the other thing is like the visa process. So, like, we sent, I can't remember, how I sent my in our last episode? I can't remember. If I, I think you had just sent it. Yeah, I sent it off. Yeah. So then I literally hadn't heard from them for two weeks. Like, they had not acknowledged that they'd received our passports yeah. and our visa application. And um, so, like, I was like, emailed them after like 10 days i was like hey do you receive our passports i knew they'd receive them because like it was um like registered post like so i could track it yeah but i was like oh did you get our passports and they didn't reply and then i called them and then like left a message and they actually called me back and they're like yeah we got them like they will be processed soon and i was like what does soon mean i was like is that months weeks days i was like oh is that a few weeks and she's like oh no, no no like less than that and they emailed us a few days later being like oh these are just a couple of things you forgot just sort this out and then we can send it off to the like Portugal to sort it out. So fingers crossed, we get it back in the next two weeks. Um, and yeah, fingers crossed, it all all goes well. But they're very bad at communicating. Um, I hope they don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's just like a cultural thing. Wait, is this a Portuguese consulate yeah. or something? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe because I've I've been told that like Australians are very highly strung. <laughs> yeah, I feel highly strong, but I'm like they have my passport and also like. That's the problem. We can't, like, plan anything until we know that we're getting our passport back. So, like, yeah, we booked our first flight mm. overseas. So we booked a flexi flight from Melbourne to Tokyo. Yeah. We booked it on the train on the way to the Hottest 100 party. We were like, YOLO, let's just do it now. Yeah. Chaotic. But we just did it. We got a flexi flight so we can change it if we need. We were like, stuff it. Let's at least book a flight. Because yeah. people kept being like, so if you booked a flight? And we were like, no. <laughs> oh, I guess that's just because it's cheaper to book earlier. Yeah. That's probably why people are asking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, so we've done that, but... Um, yeah, no, we're excited, but yes, it is a big life change, and I'll keep you all updated. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, what's the saying that you have to change your, you can't change in the environment that is, you know, what was I know what you're saying, you're talking about my uh, I'm going to look up this quote, you can't, I want to get it right, because I quite like it. No, it's like something about. What are you talking about? You can't, it's about like moving away from something. Yeah, it's like you can't, like you can't change in the environment that stagnated you yeah. or something. God, I want to find this exact quote. I'm wasting time, but you can't Wait, I grow in the same environment. You cannot heal in the same environment that made you sick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like that's, that's like a bit dramatic. Dark. Like, yeah, that's definitely what you think it of. But yeah, no, I get what you mean. I 100% feel that. Yeah, yeah. It's something about like that. That's how, yeah, as you said, you grow and change. Mm. It's probably not in the suburb you lived in last year. Yeah. That's right? Yeah, I feel like I just need a massive change. And hopefully, hopefully, this will be it. Yeah, no, it's exciting stuff. But scary. I know. But <laughs> just because it's scary doesn't mean it's not the right thing to I do. I am, yeah, I am excited. So. Yeah. Yay. Alright, so to finish off the episode as usual, uh, what are your recommendations, Rachel, to distract from your quarter life crisis? Yeah, so I got a Kindle. I guess <gasps> Me I too. that in general. It's been really fun. I haven't used mine yet, but I'm <gasps> so excited. I've been oh. trying to read 
that I got a few paperback books that I own in my bookshelf that I want to read before I leave. My mm. Kindles for my traveling, so. Yeah, no, I'm done with paperback books, I've decided. <laughs> Unless it's like a sentimental book or something, yeah. like a special, the copy itself is mm-hmm. special or it's a book. But yeah, just reading like, you know, the equivalent of like pop books or like sort of, you know, one-off books. Yeah. Kindle's the way to go. So I read Green Dot by Madeline Gray. This is also on my to-read list. Yeah, it was really good. Um, She's a Melbourne author, right? Sydney. Well, Sydney oh, Australian, set, yeah. Yeah, the book's set in Sydney um, and it's about like an affair story, I guess. But I just thought I really liked the book, kind of how like the descriptions were. So so like the start of it is um, this like girl, she sort of doesn't know what she wants to do with her life and she started this job as like a comment moderator but yeah I just thought like all the little like corporate observations (laughs) were like so funny and so true so yeah I wasn't like I don't love like affair stories so that probably wasn't I didn't like that so much but I really like the characters and the writing yeah Yeah, um podcast I listened to the disciples a bbc podcast this was recommended on shameless which is where all my recs come (laughs) from but um yeah I listened to that on the plane it's about this like cult um that's an evangelical church in nigeria and yeah it's pretty wacky stuff if you like sort of like religious cults Mm. and like charles manson vibes but also like christianity and you know church has gone wrong and stuff like that um yeah and like being set in nigeria like a place you don't really hear much about Mm. necessarily is interesting um, and then my last rec is I got a new body scrub. <laughs> um, I'll see what to recommend. That's not just like books or yeah. podcasts or like games I've played. Um, so yeah, I got the Sol de Janeiro body scrub and it's so, it's like hella expensive, but it's so good. My skin has been like so soft <laughs> and I get a lot of like, what do you call them? Like little like pimples and stuff on your yeah. legs. Yeah. I've, it's been good for that and it smells heavenly. So if you want to treat yourself and get a good scrub, get this one. Hell yeah, I love it. What about you? Um, I already know that you don't have not you did not enjoy this, but I'm gonna recommend the TV show Boys Follows Universe. Boo. <laughs> Rachel's already informed me that she is not a fan, but <laughs> I, I actually really watched like four episodes of Netflix. I will continue to watch more, but I'm thoroughly enjoying it. It's a TV show based on a book written by Trent Dalton of the same name. It's based, it's like kind of semi-autobiographical, but it's like set in Australia and it's this young boy with like a drug addict mother and a- who has perfectly styled hair in the TV show. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, that's Rachel's part with it. But anyway, it- I can't get past it. I really like that it's set in Brisbane. I really like the actors. I it's like, quite intense. Like I only watch one episode at a time because they're an hour long each. So I've been like yeah. one episode at a time. Hence, I haven't finished it. But really, really good. It's on Netflix. It's like been very big and popular. So if you haven't already watched it, would recommend. Um, my other recommendation of think something to watch is. Survivor Australia, the new season just started coming out last week. I didn't even know Survivor was on. I miss it. I love Survivor. And Survivor Australia, honestly, slaps. The New York Times, I think, or like one yeah. of the big publications in America wrote that like the Australian franchise of Survivor, like the most recent season was like the one of the best seasons of Survivor ever. And it was. It was so good. And yeah. this season is shaping up to be really good. And also, Nelson's old... Um, next door neighbor who we were friends with is in it, so it's really exciting to see someone oh. we know in it. She's like the nicest person ever, but also I'm like so excited to see her fucking crush everyone because like she like didn't get any airtime in the first like three episodes, and then mm. I just watched episode four and she got like heaps of airtime. She was really a part of like oh, the strategy, underdog. yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And like oh, 
I'm so, I just love it. I love like that I know someone in a TV show and that she's killing it. Um, so would recommend Survivor. So good. Um, and then I um, have a book recommendation. Um, reading Such a Fun Age by Kylie Reed. You oh, Kylie Reed. I don't know. K I L E Y Reed. Um, really good book. I know, like, it was like really hyped up like a few years ago. I just had my bookshelf hadn't read it yet. I finished it in like three days. Really, really good. Um, would highly recommend. So yeah, I love that book. Yeah, I read that. So good. So yeah, those are my recommendations for the week. Yes. All right. Well, we sped through. Yeah. That we have to cook dinner. Yeah. So. Um. But yeah, this is our last like full proper episode for <gasps> probably a while. Like we might come back and do it, but we'll do a little check-in episode. So. Yeah. No, we'll do like a Zoom podcast thing. Yeah. Hopefully the audio is okay. Yeah. Yeah. We can actually manage it. We'll, yeah. You'll be too busy having fun with. <laughs> you know. None of my my non-existent in Lisbon. Anyway, we'll see. But anyway. Also, yeah, sorry, we're not in the studio today in case you can tell with the different sound quality. So hopefully it's okay. Um, But, yeah, get used to it because we'll be back to doing Zoom recordings from now on. Yes, you've had it too good. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land of which we have recorded this podcast on today, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We want to pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging and acknowledge that this always was and it always will be Aboriginal land. Sovereignty was never ceded.